Welcome to Madcasters, episode 15, with Brandon Goldborn and myself as we discuss black history and its importance. You have just tuned in to the difference makers of a new generation. If you want to learn how to make a difference in your life, if you want the skills in order for you to impact your communities, Madcasters is your podcast. I invite you to get ready because this is the launch pad for you to go mad. What's going on, everyone? It's your host, Brian St. Louis, BSL, and we're here with another episode of Madcasters where we learn how to make a difference. I believe that the only way to effectively impact our world is to first progressively change the way that we see ourselves. That mindset transformation will launch us to enhance our holistic lifestyle and subsequently impact the world. So here, you will get the necessary tips, stories, and inspiration to learn how to make a difference in your life and in turn, impact the world be sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast we're basically everywhere from apple itunes google and if you would like to support this channel even more you can become a patreon supporter that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com backslash madcasters and you can choose whichever tier you would like to help support this channel even more the more supporters we get in this realm equates to more episodes launched every week and so if you see value in what we're doing in madcasters become a patreon supporter thank you to all those who are currently supporting and to those who will be supporters second time we're doing this man i I love i love being able to talk with you man um and just being able to just wrap through, you know, and just go through through these uh, discussions because I, I think it's I think it's important, uh, especially with within the world that we're living in right now. But you have so many different uh, chains of thoughts that are going on in the world, and I just think we need to be able to hash some of these things out, man. So it's always a pleasure being able to talk with you, bro. Respect. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get to this, man. What, what are we? What are? What's the main topic of discussion for today, bro? Absolutely. So uh, I want to say Happy Black History Month to everybody happy Black who's History listening. Month, yo. You know, yeah, I know it's February sixth, but we're six days late, but still, it's good to acknowledge it. And that's actually what we wanted to have a conversation about today, Mister Saint Louis. Yo, chill, bro. <laughs> man says Saint Louis. You actually said that during French too. <laughs> <laughs> oh got- man. We're going to have a, a quick conversation about uh, why should we celebrate Black History Month? You All know, right. and I think, you know, just I'm, I'm not going to say my, my thoughts yet, but I think, you know, an important thing that you mentioned before is that it's important for you to be open minded with the yeah. conversation. So yeah. all perspectives are welcomed. You know, all questions are encouraged. And if you have something you want to say, you have something you want to say, please leave a comment in the chat. And uh, we'll get to it. Promise you. Yeah, absolutely. I just, like like I said before, man, same thing with you. Uh, happy Black History Month to everyone listening. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, I just think it's important for us to go through this because I just, there's so many misconceptions out there. Uh, and, and, I, and I feel like sometimes you just got to set the record straight. And so yeah. let's, um, let's go through this, man. I think we're going to start off with this video real quick. And and let's uh let's hear what oh let's background hear. information <laughs> what like, what this is ahead. a video of Morgan Freeman right yeah yeah and he was asked a question regarding Black History Month mm-hmm. and uh, let's this let's is hear his it response yeah let's hear it 
Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? <laughs> no, well, no, 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 come on. Tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month sure. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. You yeah, I, I heard it. And okay. Basically, in, in short, Morgan Freeman is making is trying to say that he doesn't think black history should be regulated to one month. And Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. He doesn't mm-hmm. think black history should be re- uh, relegated to one month. Mm-hmm. And he feels as if, you know, one, another thing I, I got from it was because the reporter said, how do we stop racism then if we shouldn't celebrate black history month? And he just said, stop talking about it. That's yeah. his method of um, of stopping of stopping racism or racist talk is to just simply not talk about it. Period. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that's it. In, in short, for those, that's it for those people who are, who might have had some hard time listening. So, um, I mean, I guess I'll go first, right? Yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So, let's talk about this. <laughs> all right. So let, let's break it down a little bit. Um, one of the first things that Morgan Freeman states is uh, he thinks that black history shouldn't be relegated to one month. Right. I'm not, I'm not upset with that. I'm not upset with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm go not ahead. upset with yeah. that. You know, I think. I, I agree. I agree with that premise. I mean, to say that, I mean, it's important that black history gets recognized. If you want to put a timestamp on it and say, this is the month that we're going to do it. Maybe that doesn't imply that for other months we don't do it, but this is the special month that we're going to make sure that we are acknowledging black history. Right. But I think, you know, underneath his comment is this bigger idea that black history is something that ought to be celebrated and it's like all the time, not mm-hmm. just for 28 days, coincidentally, mm-hmm. the shortest month in our 12 month calendar. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not upset with the comment. I'm not upset with the comment. And, and, and the truth is, at the end of the day, that, that, that specific spot where he starts talking about there, like you said, I am not upset about that in any way, shape or form. Black history, sometimes we have seen in, in schools. I mean, you're, you've been a teacher. I'm a teacher. Uh, we've seen that uh, in 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 the education system, a lot of times African-American history has only been left to that spot. There's no right. talk about that afterwards. As soon as March uh, 1st comes by, black history, throw it away. Forget about anything that's ever happened. And so I do think that it's very important for us to realize the fact that um, there, there needs to be this continuous conversation, this continuous knowledge and understanding that has been going on throughout uh, from January all the way into into December. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think that we should have uh, Black History Month that focuses primarily on what has what has happened um, before. And I, and I use that very clearly mm-hmm. before, during slavery and after slavery. Yeah. Now. My main problem with this whole video is what you mentioned on afterwards when he said, stop talking about it. Yeah. 
without a doubt. That that's that's the and you know it because I'm thinking, okay, so he says the way to get rid of racism is to stop talking about racism, but at the same time acknowledges that black history is American history. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe for him it's obvious that black history is American history, but I don't think that connection is as obvious for the general public. And that's oh. the reason why Black History Month even became a thing, you right. know, to say that, hey, listen, we contributed to something as well. So um everything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So and I to 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 say to end racism is to stop talking about racism. It's trash. Yeah, just I'm sorry, that's trash. Where? How, Sway? How? How many right? how many times have we have have we heard that? From from the colonizer, or have we heard that from from the, the uh I mean yo sorry white people man love y'all but from white people who who talking about oh just stop talking about racism and and let it go away no come on that's foolish man because the more and more you don't talk about something the more the the easier it is for it to happen again yeah if you don't talk about your history if you don't talk about the things that have happened people are more much more willing to repeat that history and so when when I when I hear someone say don't talk about it. It's like it's like someone who's gone through a traumatic event in their life and you tell that individual, don't talk about the trauma that has happened. What happens then when that individual can't talk about it or chooses not to talk about it? It kills them from within. So now we're trying to tell black people to stop talking about it as a way to work at all in any way, shape or form that that's where I I couldn't draw the line with. With his reasoning, and then mind you, if you go to the video on on YouTube, the uh, the one that has the most views, guess who's the biggest uh, population of individuals who are like, "Oh, I love Morgan Freeman." White folk, white folk. Yeah, not gonna lie to you. And you know, just real quick, uh, in the comments, I see yeah, someone I was... said it's a week initially. Yeah, Carter G. Woodson uh, actually uh, was the first person to come up with the idea of Negro History Week, mm-hmm. and uh, as it went on, 1970 is first celebrated as Black History Month yep. at Kent State University. Um, that's just a little bit of the background behind Black History. But yeah, that's Brian, a good, that's my a good fault. question she put up though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we learn about the same people every year. I think that's part of mm. it's 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 a way to manage your memory, right? Mm. First, it's a combination of. So, all right, let me say what I want to say first. I'm going to get back yeah, to that yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. So what I wanted to say was when I hear him say we need to stop talking about racism and racism will stop, it reminds me of the people who say, well, stop thinking about or stop talking about slavery so much because we're past right. that now. You know right. what I'm saying? And I think it's all part of this of this methodology of forgetfulness that is like embedded in American like, culture, right? No, we it's only- not, bro. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Embedded in, in black history culture. It's, it's not forgetfulness. Embedded, yeah. It's not embedded mm. in any other culture, bro, in any other American culture. Because everything yeah. else they always say, remember this, remember <laughs> this, remember this. Right. 9-11, remember, remember the Holocaust, remember uh, right. Pearl Harbor. They, but when anything that comes up to black history, that's when the forgetfulness happens. That And that's what I'm saying. That, so that's what I mean. When I say American culture, I think people who identify as American when they think of American history, right. there's things they want to forget and there's right. things they want to remember. And they forget the bad things, but want to remember the good things to try to make America seem like an exceptional nation. Right. So when I hear him say, 
racism uh, will get uh, will be gone if we stop talking about it. To me, that's the same ideology of people who say slavery wouldn't uh, stop talking about slavery so right. much. You know, it's, it doesn't matter anymore. It happened, you know, 400 years ago. Like, right. I think it's that same management of your mind and your memory so that you're able to construct an American identity that is, quote unquote, exceptional, you know? Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. I, and, you know, to go back to um, what was talked about, uh, we only learn about the same people every year. That's what Cherie said. Cherie says we only learn about the same people every year. I agree with you. I think that's part of that. And I'm going I'm to push that even further. Not only do we learn about the same people every year, but we only learn a particular narrative that that person said, hmm. not even capturing the whole people. I, we, yeah, see, we, we see King as someone who is, quote unquote, turned the other cheek, hmm. nonviolence. Not, we don't see the King that was a socialist, right? Yeah, that's true. We, we don't see the King who's uh, fighting for farmers' rights and unions, right? They don't want us to remember that king. They want us to remember the nonviolent, um, the peaceful. forgiveness, peaceful yeah. king. I have so a now, dream. yeah, I have a, which coincidentally fits perfectly with the American dream concept. Mm-hmm. I have a dream, American dream. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives that void in your mind about how to fill I never in that even concept. About that. That's right? real. So it, to, it, I think in the construction of American history, they try to make certain black figures seem like. They're part of the American culture, and it's a good right. thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, Tiff, uh, I see Tiffany just joined. What's up, Tiffany? I see you in the chat. If you have a comment, if you have a question, please leave it in the chat. We'll go ahead and talk about it. Absolutely. But to mention what you said before, yeah, I think that it's all part of a management of history in an effort to try to make America seem exceptional. You know? Let, let's let's be real. Um, yeah. I'm I, Like, I actually talk... Uh, <laughs> I saw this post, okay? Like, you might not realize why this post is important right now, but there's a tattoo mm-hmm. of, of Lonzo Ball, and, mm-hmm. and he, had a, he has a new sleeve on his arm that, that has uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, Jackie Robinson, um, and, and then to finish it off, he has Obama. And so mm. everyone's like, yo, this is dope. This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And so many comments said Obama ruined it. Obama ruined it. Oh, Obama why is Obama it. there? Why is Obama there? So I put the comment and, and you could <laughs> I ain't I ain't front. I put a screenshot that joint, too. I put the comment. I said, listen, the same all of you who are saying Obama ruined it, your grandparents and your parents in the 50s and 60s would have said Martin Luther King ruined it. Malcolm X ruined it. Rosa mm. Parks ruined it. Jackie Robinson ruined it. Harriet Tubman ruined ruined it. Because mm. you you the the thinking is oh uh, oh th- those guys are excellent. They're they're legends. They're amazing. But 60, 70 years ago, they were not saying that about them. Clearly, right. because they assassinated them. They didn't right. want them. They didn't love them. And right. so just because now it's okay to love them, but now mm. people are trying to say, oh, I don't want to love them now. And, and so the same way that they're trying to treat um, Obama, and it's nowhere even close compared to, because <laughs> clearly the dudes, dudes died. So, right, right. So, but the same way they're trying to treat and and, and put down his, his image or, or the person who he is, the same way they would have done the same thing back then in the 50s and the 60s. Yeah. And so I, I don't like when I hear people try to say, oh, I love Muhammad Ali. You don't love Muhammad Ali. <laughs> right. You love the fact that, that, that he's a great boxer. You don't love him for what he stood for. 
The, the right. man would have attacked you all day. Don't don't try to front right. like you're okay with what's going on now just because of 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 the fact that it's now okay. It's culturally okay for me to love these people now. And so, right. uh, what she said about the fact that uh, we don't talk about we, we only talk about the same people. You're right, Brandon. We yeah. we don't talk about anybody. Who hears who hears about Marcus Garvey? Yeah. They, well, that's someone who is not someone they want you to know about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, what, when do we hear about those guys? No. And, and, you know, I think it's also interesting to think about why do we, why are we educated about the people who are the first? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, the first black baseball player, the first black person mm. to own a business, the first black. And I'm not saying what they're doing is not important. These are significant barriers. But I think what it does is make it seem like, Black people are only significant when they can do the same things white people were able to do. So right. then our, our worthiness is predicated on whiteness. And I don't I don't I don't like that. No, nah, mm. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? So just because Jackie Robinson was able to play baseball in the major leagues, I that's a uh, uh, definitely an accomplishment. But it's only an accomplishment because he was able to do something that was mainly done by white people. You right. Know? And I, I just. I, I don't know. I think so a large portion too of all this and why it matters is because it has to make up our black identity, right? We turn mm-hmm. to history to know who we are. We turn to history to understand blackness. We turn to history so that we're able to justify our feelings that we have about ourselves now. So when that history is managed, when that history is intentionally crafted to only amplify certain narratives and not others, then that directly affects how we see ourselves. And mm. that that's that's the problem with the mismanagement of history, that it could affect how blackness is perceived. And it's in, in ourselves. But I don't know, man. Morgan, me, yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask you a question. Yeah. Why, why don't we talk about black? Like, okay, so one of the issues that we see is that black history is pretty much relegated to a specific period of time as well. Right. Why Why is it that we don't talk about black history post, uh, or sorry, pre-slavery? I think that's extremely important to have a comp to talk about. I mean, when you tie black, when you say, when you, when you begin black history with slavery, I mean... <laughs> How do you see blackness absent of whiteness if that's your conception of history? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, right. it go ahead. Black oh, blackness. Oh, oh, it's like blackness can't be black just in itself. Blackness has to always be tied to whiteness as it's constructed okay. in history. And that's the dominant notion that we're hearing in our schools, in our everyday conversation. Because many people will say, Black History Month, let's get started. So first there was the middle passage. What? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? So, so you telling me that that the the okay, we're gonna start learning about the contributions Black people made to oh, the world shoot. at large. <laughs> okay, let's start learning about Black people and their contributions to the Af- uh, to the world at large. Let's talk about the African diaspora. Okay, so first, uh, Europeans. Um, kidnapped you from your country and then shipped you over to South America and North America. Let's start there. What? Do you understand how crazy that messes with your identity? Yeah. Like, like how messed up, a, 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 especially the young mind walks yeah. into and they hear 
black history they look at their skin and then they say oh your pair your people were slaves that was the first that's the first thing that comes to you to to your to your mode of teaching and so the first thing that comes to their mind is oh, okay so we came from slaves we were freed from slavery and now we were able to become who we are now and that's why we're going through so many struggles without realizing that you have a history way before all of this you ask but, anybody bro ask ask most people do they know anything about most about any kings or queens that are that are that are before this this uh this pre-slavery right anything anybody and they they're not sure of it and i think you know that's what we see in in the 70s right that's what we have a, a, a establishment of a black power movement whose goal is to try to reestablish or redefine blackness in a positive light and right it has to start beyond um slavery it has, has to, to because they they don't want to talk about I, I mean how do you not mention that the first human body scientifically found was found in africa and then automatically like how do you not mention that when thinking about african history you know Af black history you know <laughs> it it and, and once again i think all of this is a construction of how we want our past to be perceived. Mm -hmm. Because if you can control how someone sees their history, if you can control how someone sees their past, you can control, control how they lives. think of themselves. And yeah. how they move their future. Right. Because now, now in my mind, or even like, so I, you're right. I'm, I am only a descendant of slaves. If right. I'm not, if I'm not educating myself outside right. of the, you know, what's been given to me. And, you're, I've even heard people say, why would I even want to be attributed to black history? It's such a dark past. I've heard that come out of a grown adult mouth. Yeah. And I think that's that's the consequence of having a black history that starts with slavery. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because wh why? Yeah, go ahead. And that's how that's how Morgan Freeman could also going back to, to the very beginning. That's how Morgan right. Freeman, Freeman can make a statement like that. Like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it doesn't he doesn't feel proud about it. There's right. no pride in, in black history because right. black history is seen as basically let's talk about the fact that we were slaves and let's talk about how the white man and Abraham Lincoln was able to get us out of slavery. And then right. let's talk about how difficult it was for us to go through civil rights and to gain our, our true um, freedom and human rights. And let's talk about how Malcolm X and all these great men got killed, and, but, but they still stood firm for their beliefs. And let's talk about how we're still now in periods of time where we're still dealing with systemic racism that continues yeah. to go on. So for us, it's just like struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle. And it's just like, where does it get better? Right. But if you could talk about where it actually started from, you could realize that it wasn't always a struggle. Actually, it goes back to the point where the white people, I'm sorry, y'all, but learn your history. Y'all were barbarians. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, and, and, and you think of Alexander the Great, who was one right. of the most, he, this is someone who came to Africa to learn. Right. To you learn. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Socrates came to Africa to learn. To learn. Yeah, exactly. You think Socrates wrote all those books? <laughs> people man come on guys think outside the box but hey, yeah all the things that were stolen from african land yeah for people to believe now that it, it, it was it, i remember kaziah um she she because she she's an english major mm -hmm. oh nice someone someone said as she was reading a book basically they said once you control 
the books, you control history. Yeah. And so many people have controlled the history of what has happened and have manipulated the way that history has been made and shown just because of the fact that they wrote the books. Right. And, right. and it's so it's so insane what what that has caused. But it's a master plan, bro. Like at, at the end of the day, yo, yeah, <laughs> your master plan is working because clearly that's uh, one of the advantages of, you know, of controlling the home turf, you know, I mean, yeah. we're brought into not even their land. We're brought into their pillage land that they took. Pillage, yeah, Native right. Americans. Right. But um, it, it's and I think you, you hit it right on the head. Right. This is something that is a method to control how black people perceive themselves, you know, and and I do want to say so I think this kind of ties into, OK, why should we celebrate Black history? Which mm. is like the original question, right? Yeah. To me, I see Black history, the celebration of it, as the direct rebellion of the management of our history, of how, it's, of how our history is supposed to be. Let me rephrase that. So if you want American history, so American history is defined in terms that makes America look like the best, Right. So mm-hmm. we don't really we, we say slavery happened, but we kind of skimmed over it. Well, we yep. made slavery and it got better. We uh, allowed we integrated uh, black people into society. Right. Mm-hmm. And since then, what American history has done is glorified all the black people who have accomplished um, positions of power. First black president, first yeah. uh, first black billionaire. You know, right. Yeah. To sort of fight this narrative that, you know, America did something tremendously wrong to black people. So mm-hmm. what Black History Month does is challenge that history that's given to us by American mm-hmm. education. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it it allows us to question the it allows us to question the <laughs> I like that. I, I, I wanted to I, it allows us to question the sanctity of American history. Mm-hmm. You know, it it are we is America a country that fought for the rights of people around the world? Is it the beacon of liberty and equality? And I think it's important to celebrate Black History Month, not only because it recognizes the contributions that Black people have given to the world, mm-hmm. but it also is a period of reflection and critique of American history. Right. Or American identity, period. If we could acknowledge all the, the, the pitfalls that America has gone through in its past, then I think we become closer to being actual Americans. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? But if you want to live in a a sense of American history that fought its way from Britain rule because it wanted to be the beacon of liberty and and freedom and equality, America became the place where all people could come and celebrate and be themselves without judgment. Yeah, Yeah, we had this slavery thing. It kind of sucked, but we we, we fixed it. And then we've been working towards our ideals of freedom and equality ever since. If you want to perceive America in that light and say that's where American actually is, guess what you wind up with? Trump. That's what, that's what Trump. <laughs> that, that's what you wind up with. If you don't take it serious, if you don't take America, if you don't take a reflection and critique of American history seriously. That's why the 1619 project had such a profound impact. Mm. Um, uh, Can you talk uh, about that for a second? 1619 Project. Yeah, so um, this was a, a, a series of essays that came out with the New York Times, I believe, last year. 
mm-hmm. uh, led by uh, Hannah Jones. And um, these are a collection of essays, of, of essays that seek to redefine American history through the lens of slavery. Not in the sense that slave, it wants to give emphasis to slavery as a defining moment in American history. Right. Not just, and, and it wants to go deep into what actually happened. It wants to show the effects of slavery to the present now. Mm-hmm. It wants, you know, it wants to resituate how we see ourselves to this day through the lens of what happened during that time period, the economic effects, the psychological effects. Mm-hmm. And this is what caused Trump to want to come out with the um the 1776 um what was oh, it? Oh, that's called? what it was, eh? Uh the, yeah, the 1776 project or whatever he called it. It yeah. got shut down as soon as it came out, it got shut down. Cause, but so that so that was retaliation to the sixteen nineteen project because because yes. I remember there was a point of time where somebody was like oh um, they're trying to make his they're trying to make our like our American history look so bad and they're trying to make history look as if we're such evil people but you right. are that like, <laughs> can you can you just can you just be real I I just don't understand the lack of acknowledgement I That's- I don't I never understood why someone is not willing. I mean, I, it's not that I don't understand. Of course, I understand the fact that, you know what, people don't truly want to expose themselves or expose. Basically, you're exposing your ancestors right. <laughs> at the end of the right. day. But you know, in order for you to move on as a society, you have to. The Germans did it. Exactly. Like, Yo, look, man. Oh, exactly. my, my ancestors are trash. Right. <laughs> oh, we got to move forward. Sorry right. about that, guys. And and you know what? Let's dismantle everything. Let's um no. It, it's illegal. Brandon, right. it's illegal in order for you to 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 in any way have some sort of swastika or some sort of uh, Nazi flag. It's not illegal in America, fam. You see, I mean, <laughs> Confederate flags all over the place, Nazi flags all over the place. Like you can actually do it, right? And I think, it, like you said, it, it it comes down to not knowing, yeah. you know, or or or, I mean, what they think they know is something that has been construed for them mm-hmm. like oh this is actually what it means not that other thing that actually it came from you know right, right. and I, I i don't know like i don't know this hit, this this country is really good at forgetting let me tell you it's really good at forgetting and selectively remembering mm-hmm. you know i think we catch a lot of heat for saying you know remember 9-11 but then forget slavery but it don't we only catch heat for that because there's people who are falling into that mindset of we're only known for our, our glory and yeah, not known for our yeah. pitfalls. It's true. But what it does is it brings us closer to it. Bring It would bring the people so much closer together to acknowledge that simple fact, you know, that I, I agree. Yeah. To, to agree. It, if, if, we, if we on a nationwide scale could simply acknowledge the pitfalls or the atrocities that have been committed against non-white people. Mm-hmm. Think about how that would affect the collective American psyche. You know, if we could all come out and publicly say that and acknowledge that without feeling, I mean, you naturally, you, you're going to feel guilty, you know? You're going to feel guilty, but that's like, part of coping, you know? <laughs> Think about it like this. Imagine, <laughs> if you, imagine if you've done something wrong in your life, yeah. but instead of going and confronting it, you want to go the rest of your life acknowledging that it never happened. You're gonna burn. You're gonna burn from the inside. <laughs> you exactly, know? bro. I I, don't, I I just feel as though it's a it's a good way for us to 
I, like you said, for us to move forward as a country, as a, as a nation. Um, but it, it also, I, I, I don't, I don't feel like it's ever going to happen. I mean, from, from an, in a large scale, I'm talking about from, from a strong political or, um, you know, leadership type of role scale. I don't, I don't feel like that's ever truly going to happen in that sense where, where the, the guilt factor, where people can, can go back to, um, to what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, to, to what happened in, in Philadelphia. Like, like we don't, people don't really, it does, they don't, they don't care enough, man. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think that, and, and mind you, this, this whole concept of, of they don't care enough, that goes everywhere. When mm-hmm. we saw what happened in, um, in 2020 with, with, with a lot of the Black Lives Matter uh, riots and, or sorry, I don't, sorry, I don't want to use the word riots, but hmm. um, Black Lives Matter protests um, and, and people who were, who were going and, and trying to proclaim what they're trying to do, what they're standing up, up against for, like, I mean, without saying too much, man, I, I, I made my peace with certain people. Mm-hmm. And I said that certain things need to be said in a yeah. bigger scale. And, and I, and I realized, man, some people like who, who are above you, they don't really care about you. Right. And if you, and it's, it's, it's just a sad reality to, to see that black people have always been seen as that third, fifth, you know, less than individual yeah. for, for, for centuries, man. Well, t- that 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 <laughs> what you're speaking on, the three fifths the, the three fifths of a person idea did not just pop up uh, during um, uh, during um, the origins of this country, right? Right. The 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 notion that black people or African descent people or whatever you want to call it, which is a whole different conversation of itself, the fact that we're three fifths of a person or not a full human or not an actual person is an idea that has come with the invention of race. Mm-hmm. This has been something yeah. this has been something that justifies European colonialism in the 1800s to civilize the savage, to mm. to 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 give them Christianity, to show them the light, to show them Jesus because what they have right now is just savagery. That's a notion that's been passed on until now. Yeah. The only difference is that now it's justified when you label that person a criminal. Right. Then you could openly say this person openly is not a real human being. Hey, they're or, a savage. Right. They're a savage. But and yeah. I sorry, sorry to just to just to interject nah, okay. there too. And you got people who who even think that Christianity came from Europe. <laughs> right. It's like, what are you talking about, man? Christianity well, came. Maybe you could talk more about that. Well, I mean, I mean, we talk about that from from the perspective of, I, like, I know a lot of Black people have issues with Christianity f- because of that, but mm. Christianity was not something that originated from from white people, man, in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Uh, it, it when you think about the story of Jesus, first of all, the dude ran away to Egypt when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where were you running away to 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 to, to Italy? Are you running away to to England? Like, nah, there's no, yeah. there's no way, shape, or form that that's happening. Um, you know, when you look at the at the geographical location of where Bethlehem is, where that that area is, it's a whole bunch of black and brown folks, right? There's no white people there, <laughs> and, and and so white. What happened was white people took that message, 
And 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 mind you, the Christian message is never supposed to be something that's forced upon anyone. But white people went ahead and took that as a way to force it upon others who may not have known that message, especially those in certain areas of, of Africa. But man, this play th- that whole Christian message is engraved in the in that area of the of the. They don't even and the Middle East is something that that's known much later on in history, like closer to now. It was never called the Middle East before. That whole area was still a part of technically either Africa or Asia. It wasn't called. Right. And so there, that whole notion that that Christianity is not a black religion is actually very, very, very false. But but many people don't believe that because of of what happened. My boss, um, it's Christian just joined right there. What's up, Christian? Yo, I see you. Chris, what's good, fam? Good to see you, man. Or <laughs> not, <laughs> Christian yeah, this dude t- teaching me Muay Thai when I went to New York, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's not a joke, bro. Yeah, I see. A joke. This dude broke someone's jaw. I, well, I don't know if it actually broke, but he he hits he hits someone so hard his chin touches back. Yo, oh, oh Chris, Christian moving different now. Oh, but man. but yeah, so ultimately, it's just important for us to understand black history in that sense, because and that's how those those roots get taken away, because you start you start deteriorating the messages. I mean, think about the message of Jesus, bro. The man was a if you want to really look at it as a black man who, who was taken away by the Romans, right. bunch of white guys. Right. 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 <laughs> he was killed on a tree. Right. Oh, but you're white. Guy. Come on. Like, let's like, I'm just and all of this. And mind you, we're not trying to go too much into this message because right. I know not everybody's Christian. But whole thing is black history is way before slavery. Like, like we have to always remember this. This is going back to where this is. Black history dates way before um, before slavery. I mean, if you were talking about Hannibal and and, and bro, like, do people know about, for instance, the Kandakis? The Kandakis, mm. who, who who are the queens and and, and the queen mothers of, of the African Empire, like do people mm. know about Mansa Musa? And right mm-hmm. now, the people are getting a little bit more of that knowledge of of him because of the fact that, um, I, or I, I, not too many people, but you know, they all talk about Jeff Bezos and how much his net worth was. But Mansa Musa <laughs> was the richest man that has ever walked the world. When I mean, we talk about Queen Sheba, right. we talk about King Azana, like there, there's multiple Hannibal Barker. There's so many people who are who are who have been strong and powerful throughout the history of the ages, way before we we, we were known as the kings and queens of the right. world. We were not seen as less than never right. and it wasn't even thought of to see <laughs> us as less than right. So then the question is where did that idea come from? Why is it the dominant narrative now? Why is it that we're seen as less than up until this time period? You know, and I, I think I think where the answer to that question lies in the manipulation of Christianity and history. You mm. know, as as you said, you know, if you look in the Old Testament, what seed did Moses part? The Red Sea. That's facts. Where is that? You know, and then somewhere down the line. <laughs> You know, and then somewhere down the line, that history got rewritten. Yeah. And then the the faces got uh, uh, painted white. And now our history of what uh, our history or our narrative of Christianity was whitewashed. And then what do we have later on? The history of Mount Samusa, you know, Queen Sheba becomes whitewashed. Not even whitewashed, just erased. (laughs) Right. (laughs) White, 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 you know. I mean, and 
all those all those movies that talk about Egypt. And you realize that, and, and, and that's and that's so important because they know that Egypt has so much great thought in the right. past. They and, and oh man, the, it, it, it gets me upset because a lot of people know the the philosophical teachings that came. Well, and I spoke about this from before, but a lot of these philosophical the- teachings that Socrates and all these great minds, you know, had from before, they learned so much from African tradition. Because if you think about it. How else are you supposed to learn so much about history of the world unless it came from the people who where it started from? Right. So they're coming yeah. to gain information, but they ended up taking it away as Absolutely. if it was their own. And that's right. what that's what upsets me. Back in the day, there was this thing called trade. People were trading information. People were telling me, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I have. This is the the the, the spices that I have. This is the the um the resources that I have. But it, it seemed as though when they decided to come through, they were like, oh, okay, you have this. We don't. So here's what I'm going to take. And mm-hmm. they started taking information. They started taking resources. And, right. and ultimately, that's what it led to taking our lives. Mm. And, and that... and. <sighs> I don't Listen, know, Brandon. Awesome. This, this whole thing about Black History Month. I remember I did a presentation at this school last year, man. And, and, and I started talking. I was like, yo, Black History has nothing to do just solely on slavery and Martin Luther King. And I stopped talking about all of that. I started going to all these different people in the past. Mm. And you could see the faces. You could see like some of the like the, some of the black girls in the I was like, and I started talking about like their hair and how how it was seen with, with golden weave. Sorry, not weave, but golden like woven into their hair and how and how people revered their the way that they were and, and the way that they talked and they walked. And you, there was a it was a different sense mm. of how they saw themselves because mm-hmm. they didn't just see themselves as descendants of slaves. Yeah, <laughs> imagine imagine like Nas Nas said this in his last album. He said, uh, he says the stupidest part of Africa had dudes who created algebra. Imagine if you knew that as imagine if you knew that as a child, bro, like wow. something like that. And I think wow. that speaks to directly what you're saying. Like, imagine if you grow up knowing that you came from people who invented algebra, you know, you, you would you would move with a different type of tune. You know, you, you would you would see yourself in a different kind of light. And I think. This brings back to my original point. The reason why it's important to celebrate Black History Month, well, one of the reasons why is because it has a direct connection with Black identity and Mm -hmm. how Black Mm -hmm. people see and perceive themselves. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think even, you know, it might upset people from other races that it might seem like Black people are getting all the shine for one month. But honestly, I don't really care because if you think about, <laughs> I, I really don't because I, this, I don't either, bro. The psych, the cycle here, and here's why: the psychological warfare that Black people have endured throughout their time in this yeah, country yeah. has rendered us to a state where some people, right now, if you ask them where you from, they only can answer that question two, three generations back. Yeah, I I know that because you know and. I know that because my wife is a descendant from that. Mm. If you, if, 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 and if you ask her, where are you from? America. That's it. And, and it's not that she, it's not that she doesn't want to know more. It's not that she's not acknowledging another side. It's just that 
the 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 treacheries of slavery. Yeah, the treacheries of slavery were so profound that it's impacted people in 2021 because they can't they can't say where their family's from past their great great grandfather or great great grandmother. So you know so, so check I love how you said that because check this. You know how history has always been a way in which we're able to talk to our like we're able to speak our history. We it pat it gets passed down. Right. Our history got passed down, like you said, only in two generations. The only way for you to know if you're African, actually, don't even I can't even just say African American. If mm-hmm. you're also from the Caribbean, because right. we were brought in from slave uh ships to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. much as I like I can say I'm Haitian, bro. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, there's still a part of me that's not only Haitian. I need to know yes. where I came from in Africa. but South America, the, too. And South, yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. South America, too. And so it, it, that's why it's so important, because you, you see a lot of people from other races, from other places around the world. They can still pe- speak it down the history line as to where you came from. Yeah, we can't. We, we don't have that. I, I, like, like you said, you said your wife, she goes up to, to that point. Yeah. Um, for 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 America, I can go a little bit higher to Haiti, but there's still a part of me missing, right? And, and people don't see that they don't they don't understand or acknowledge the hurt that that has caused throughout our history. That affects you. It, it, that it aff- does. Yeah, that affects you. If if it expect that affects you, especially when the reason why you can't speak beyond your history is because the person who you do remember was someone who was seen as property. Like Mercy. it's like it makes you feel like the only re- it make I, it, and, so... and it makes you seem like the only reason why you're even in this place mm-hmm. is because of an atrocity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and how I like it's it I can't even put in words how that has to impact your perception of yourself and what blackness means. You know? I mean, we if we you know, can't tra- see past that trauma, trauma gets passed down, man. Trauma yeah. gets passed down for, from generations to generations, man. And if we, and if you're not willing to, once again, I mean, we talk about the acknowledgement fact. If you're not willing to acknowledge that, uh, to see that what you have caused is is truly painful mm-hmm. to to a race of individuals, to a, to a people. And mind you, once again, the whole concept of race is something that was created in the 1600s. It wasn't something that was there before. <laughs> Uh, because race was only seen as a human race. Yeah. Uh, so and then people want to talk about now. Oh, I, you know, there's only one race or or no, you you already messed it up. Right. <laughs> you right. already you already messed up the algorithm. Right. <laughs> so don't don't try to now make it as though. Um, and then we talk about that. I mean, I think we talked about that before, but the whole concept of oh, I don't see color and all of that is straight foolishness, man. Yeah. The way that that's brought about. Yeah. What was what was written? Uh, real quick, I see uh, uh, we have a comment. Uh, Sharice, you said that um, I wish I knew more about my history. My dad is from Honduras. My mom is from Trinidad and Tobago. Not, but I'm 100% sure there's more. Mm. Do you do you know who you truly yeah. are? Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that comment. That's I mean, real. yeah, I, I think, you know, sometimes people who are from the Caribbean, they feel like, oh, I know, like, I know that my past goes to the Caribbean. Yeah. But then but some more, people bro. stop there and say, oh, yeah, I'm Trinidadian. Boom. But how did your people get, get to there. Trinidad? <laughs> Were you always in Trinidad? Is there someone on, that you're man. connected to? You know, I and if and it just seems like all of us who are over here 
in this hemisphere, or not even this hemisphere, in this side of the world, just always have to go past that obstacle of the middle passage. Like mm, what yeah. what what happened more than that, yeah. you know? And I think the 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 hope is that we're able to find a history that is not filled with terror and violence, you mm. know? Like it is that really all our past consists of a right. struggle of a struggle to fight oppression. Right. I mean, if if that's what it is, then I guess shoot, sign me up. I'll be a soldier. But at times, like at times, you kind of want to see yourself in a more positive light. And I think that's another reason why Black History Month is important. Not just to celebrate African American, not, not just to celebrate, not just to acknowledge American history in its whole, mm-hmm. but also to reflect on your identity and yeah. just try to, you know. See yourself in all aspects, in all mm-hmm. lights, you know. It's just it gets heavy sometimes, you know. I, I felt I wish I could describe this this um person's I don't want to say this person's name, but I wish I could describe this person's face when they said, like, I don't really like who wants to be tied to black history. Mm-hmm. It's so dark, not literally, not literally dark, but like yeah. figuratively dark. And you know, I, I, of course, I objected right away. I'm like, no, obviously, all Black history is not dark. But right. I but see, taught. I see why he thinks that. Yeah, I, I could see why he thinks that. I could see why. Uh, and I, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying that has to impact your psychology. It has to impact your psyche and your self identity. Has to. And, and that's why I think it's it's key for us to look. And I know I've been reiterating this throughout the whole time, but it's important for us to look before the 1600s. It's important for us to look before, like you said, the Middle Passage. It's so it, it, you can't start there for history, for Black history. Right? You can't start Black history at that moment. You have to start Black history from from the conception of man. <laughs> like yeah, like, like that. Like you can't you can't see. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you really can't see uh, man without seeing black yeah and, and loving that there should be like there should never be a problem with that no no but but we're i mean think about everything that we see around our, on our media especially um before everything black was bad everything black you got black sheep you got you got yeah. black uh whatever everything is always whenever black is 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 seen as a as a characterization is always seen as a negative connotation and yeah. if if we need to change that if we have a problem with the way that we see black history uh, within our black culture, then we need to teach and educate people about what has happened beforehand to understand our, our black history. But then, yeah. but then you also have, I mean, sad enough, but you also have uh, this, 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 uh, this kind of a, a, a butting of heads between black Americans and black Africans. And yeah. there's not this, this full unity um, yeah, because, because and Caribbean fact, too, and, and yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and, yeah. and between Caribbeans, I mean, shoot, that's not even a, yeah, <laughs> that's not even a question. You'd be surprised, man. bro. It You'd happens all the time. Hey, yeah. I mean, from back, from I mean, we knew this already. Haitians always fighting against Jamaicans. They're always right. there's always there was always this 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 battle between us. But I think actually, ultimately, it comes down to this battle of identity. It comes down yeah. to this battle of of who is like wh- wh- where where am I from? Whoa, what what can I own? What 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 am I able to say is truly mine? Right, and but 
Go ahead, my bad. Go ahead. No, no, no straight. Because at the end of the day, if if we can all say, yo, yeah, this has been a part of, this is a dark part of our history, but now let's come together to try to mend our history, uh, to, to, to mend our future, so we can all understand where, where, we, where we are, who we are, and how we can continue to move forward. I think that changes the whole perspective of how we move forward, man. Absolutely. And real quick, yo, so uh, salute to the people who just joined the chat real quick. I see uh, Kina just joined. Kina, what's good? How you feeling? Hope everything is good with you. Um, also, uh, if you have a question, if you have a comment, please leave it a comment and we will definitely shout you out and uh, 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 converse with you. This is a group discussion. Uh, thank you for joining. Um, and real quick, Brian, what you said, I think it's in, so it's also so. The arguments within the parties of blackness, uh, yeah. Africans, American, black Americans and Caribbean. Right. Yeah. I think that's why, you know, until recently, it's really important to have a conversation about what like what blackness actually means, what blackness actually entails, mm. you know. And I think um, I think um, hey, what's going on? I think. The there's so many different concepts of what blackness means is that and it can make a month like Black History Month complicated when it's really I mean, I guess it is complicated, but it's really not right. Yeah. What what Black History Month should really mean is just acknowledging it should be really called like whole American History Month, not just not 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 partial American History Month. It should be called whole American History Month. That's right? actually sort of facts bro in, in a sense because if, american history doesn't really start without them bringing black people here so without a doubt or and th but then there, there's another way i'm seeing it like if you want to see blackness in terms of the african diaspora then black mm -hmm. history month means studying people as far back as yeah, Marcia okay, Musa. okay yeah I so it, so there, there, the the term black there is i think what gauges how people are perceiving black history month Mm -hmm. I'm cool with both ways. Shoot, if 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 you want to see Black History Month in terms of the African diaspora, so we should celebrate ancient um ancient Africa and then all the events that led up to our current status now, mm -hmm. I'm great with that. And not I, just Egypt, by the way. My mic? My fault. Someone said my mic. Someone is my oh, mic. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Oh, he, he hear me now. I don't okay. know what happened there. But my fault, you were saying something. And, and and not just Egypt history, not just no. just the uh, pharaohs, not just um, the the you know you know the, the the pyramids and everything of the sort, because I, I feel like there's a fetish with with the Egyptian history and mm -hmm. not other histories of 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 Guyanese or Zimbabwe or Angola or, Angola, right. or you right. go down to the Sudanese or or Madagascar like like everything else is you think about black like when people think about Africa and and greatness of Africa, they only focus on Egypt. There's way more than that, too. Wait, Brian, they saying they uh they saying they, they can't say hear my you. oh you good? Am I good now? Tap twice if you can hear Brian. No, I'm sure. <laughs> can they hear me now? She said the other beat. That's funny. I know, right? We've been going through this for whole life. Whole uh, life, bro. Is um, this you want me to go back and jump off and come back on? Uh, hold on. Let me turn my volume up and see. Oh, can you talk real quick? Yeah. So um, I'm here. I'm talking. Nothing. I you hear, hear you. You hear me through? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. 
I don't know what's up. But yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I th- what you're saying. There we go. We good? Can you okay, hear? Yeah, we good. All right. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I think you know, like it's important to have a conversation about what exactly the term black means, I think personally, because mm-hmm. what it does is that it kind of defines the parameters of how we're seeing what history we're paying attention to and uh, how far back we go. Cause honestly, if, so if we want to talk about studying black history and the first uh, human being was found in Africa, then right. all history is black history. Right. I mean, I mean if you want to talk about really it, wanna right, go that let's far, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. If you, <laughs> you came know? from a black man, I mean, <laughs> you you came from a black seed, and that's black history. So, right. talk about it. if you want to talk about it, or or if you want to say, okay, no, Black History Month should be an acknowledgement of Black Americans' contribution to the world. Cool, cool with that too. But um, but I I don't feel I feel like that limits that man. It, without like a I, doubt, like when you just focus on the 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 African American, uh, I feel like it limits what what we're able to see because we're though there's been so many great achievements and accomplishments accolades that we have seen through black america there's still so much more beforehand and to be honest bro i'm not talking as if i know everything i still don't know like i don't know enough about the history beforehand i've done some research you know there's certain things that i'm able to know just because i've read some books but man there's still so much more for us to learn and to understand our history before that, without a doubt. So you know, and you know, this. I'm sorry. This makes me just come up with. So who is Black History Month for? Then, is Black History Month for us to redefine ourselves or to uh, reflect on our identity or reflect on our history? Yeah. Or is for Black History Month a time for non-Black people to finally take a pause in their everyday life and acknowledge and. Uh, the contributions black people have made. So, or is it for both? I don't know. I th- I I think okay. So I don't. Who, I'm not who saying that. I'm not saying that it should. We should not talk about what has happened um, in slavery. I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about the great leaders of Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, of um, uh, uh, Martin Luther King, of Rosa Parks, Harriet. Tub- I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about that, but I'm saying it should never stake to just that because if we just focus on those then it stays to the to the to the traumatic events of black history only and mm-hmm. us trying to uprise us trying to to overcome and there's no where's the time of peace mm-hmm. where's the time of 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 of, of spiritual enlightenment? Where's the time of, of mental growth? Where's the time of financial prosperity? Where's the time of expansion? Where's the time, you know what I'm saying? There's mm. so much other times that are neglected. And so if we're not seeing those points as well, I think we're just missing the bigger picture. So it, I think it has to encompass everything. That's my personal view. Um, it, I'm not saying everyone has to agree with that, uh, but I am saying that in order for you to see the bigger picture, you have sure. to see everything. Yeah, so. I sorry, Brianna just joined. Of course. <laughs> What's up, Brianna? squad. I see you. But I you know, so then I, I I think about revolutionaries in this country who do have a strong well, at least they have an understanding of the African diaspora and its connections before slavery mm-hmm. and where it kind of situates itself. Now I'm thinking of people, you know, specifically 
I'm thinking of Malcolm X after the Hajj, who started making connections to black people across the world. I'm thinking about, you know, That's real. I'm thinking about, you know, the Black Panther Party who started making establishments with Vietnamese, uh, uh, darker Vietnamese people who were also f- having oppression by American government. Can we talk on that for just a second, by the way, please? Can we, can we set the, sec- the set the record straight? Black Panthers were not domestic terrorists. Get that crap out of your freaking head, man. I'm tired of hearing folks talking about the Black Panthers were domestic terrorists. Well, the freaking domestic terrorists were the ones in January 6th. Not, not, not Black Panthers who were trying to feed their communities, trying to help Black people to be able to live. That's right. But you know what? So speaking on the Black Panthers, I think that is a perfect example of what white people think will happen if Black people get a full sense of history. I think yeah. that in their mind, they feel like if 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 we teach history as is, then we will get a group in this country that is going to rebel. Hmm. And I think that that white fear is what justifies their manipulation of history. Because... It's twofold. First, they don't want a rebellion. Second, they don't want to feel the guilt. Third, they don't want to lose their position. Yeah. But I think that what 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 the black in the seventies, what the Black Panther Party did, especially when it started branching out and making connections across the world, was show the American government that this movement could be very real if mm-hmm. we start gaining knowledge and start making connections and 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 having solidarity with other oppressed groups of mm-hmm. darker shades across the world. Because yeah. people started to realize that there's a common denominator in, yeah. in what you're seeing in, in Vietnam and what you're seeing in Cuba. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a common denominator. You saw and those think, guys, Malcolm X, talking with um with Fidel Castro. You know, you had uh, Nelson right. Mandela, who was, who was communicating with... Um, Gaddafi, you know what I'm saying? That there's right. so they, they started I think we talked about this yesterday. They were breaching, they were reaching out to other countries. And and if you're now fighting not just homeland, but you're fighting also other people who are realizing they want to help you support your fight, you're screwed. Yeah, they have to try to end it fast. And and, and they did end it fast. Yeah, fair Look at Fred Hampton, 21 years old cat, man. From night from 1965 up, Cointel, well, from before Cointel Pro as an operation, don't yeah. quote me on this, began in the 1920s, to my knowledge, but I could be wrong on that. But mm-hmm. I don't think I am, but I might be. But what started happening is the acknowledgement that there is a common denominator in multiple people's versions of oppression across the world. Yeah. And I think that was a consequence of people getting to know actual history. And what mm-hmm. I mean by actual history, uh, you always hear history is written in the eyes of the victor. Well, mm-hmm. what I mean by actual history is the history that is written in the eyes of the loser, mm-hmm. you know, so you're able to see both sides. So what history, what acknowledging, what knowing history can do for you is to change how you see yourself and your situation and your connections with other people. Right. And that is for American government. That is very dangerous. And I think that's why there's such an effort to study the same people, to study the same narrative of those people. You know, and to keep it for only a month, you know, yeah, I think that's why you, yeah. you think about this for uh, something just popped in my mind. If you yeah. only think if you only see the side of the victor, you see someone who's treated as Superman. 
Yep. Right. You're seeing a, you, hey, I came to save the world. I came to save this country. I came to do that in this sense. But sometimes the person who came as a Superman, actually, a lot of times there was so much evil intent that was right. that was in the in the motives behind what they did. And so when you when you start piecing those things together, though they are a victor, though they won you and they, and they seem like they did something that was a great and amazing you have to now you get to see well what was the reason they were there for in the first place right why did they go into this country in the first place why did they um what was the purpose behind their their expansion in the first place well like, you start thinking more and and I, I i personally think you start thinking better because um i think we all know the phrase you know you, there's one side there's another side and there's a the truth and right. so, and so you, you can't neglect what the truth is. And I think, like you said, more and more people were finding out the truth behind what was going on. That's what was causing so much, so much chaos. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, and, and dang, I forgot the name of that book. It's over there. But the, the term black started meaning something different. Yeah. You have you have v- Vietnamese people start chanting, I'm black and I'm proud because it, it, it wasn't wow. just a. It wasn't just a cultural term. Wow. It became a political term. Black mm-hmm. in the sense that black we're black because we share an oppressor. We're black because the political system is situates us at wow. the bottom, right? And it, it started to redefine blackness. It started to re- revolutionize the groups that were being oppressed, having this shared knowledge, having this shared history. And, you know... You know what happens next. The bullets start flying next, you know, across the world, too. I, 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 yeah. uh, you, you know, you have, you know, Patrice Lumumba uh, assassinated. You, you know, it's just revel- history could be such a profoundly powerful thing mm. if if it is depending on how it's taught and how it's received. You know, history could be tremendously important if if you're taught, if you're the descendant of King Henry III, if you're the descendant of any empire, if you're the descendant of any king or queen, and you know that's your history, you're going to move different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If you knew that your your great-great-great-grandfather was a king of England, you're going to walk around with a little bit of more of a swagger, you know? So so history has a huge impact on how someone thinks, period. So... It's very important now that we acknowledge the fact that our history is being handpicked for us. It's very important during this month to step out of that box and to try to find different narratives of history that will help redefine who you are. Right. I, history of the people. Howard's in another book right there, too. Yeah. History but, of, I'm about to write that down real quick. You said history of the people. Let me let me make sure I said that right. I'm looked up the history of the people Howard Zinn. A pi- oh, a people's history of wait, let me let me make sure people's I'm history of the United States. A people's history of the United States. That sounds about right because that yeah. has all the words that I said. My fault. Howard yeah, that's, that's the one that says Howard Zinn on it. Yes, it says, that's this is the most eye-opening. I was just reading that. Where, where did it say that? Uh, sorry, Abby. What's up? I see you joined the chat. Thank you for joining, Abby. If you have a question, if you have a comment, please leave it in the chat room. We'll definitely go to it. Good to see you, Abby. 
<laughs> Allison, too. We got Allison and Jacques as well. Allison, um, what's up? It says, this is one of the most eye-opening books I've ever heard. The late Howard Zinn taught, takes off the filters with which American history is taught in schools. Um, so so that's, I, I mean, hey, I'm about to yeah. order this on Amazon right now. Man, yeah. <laughs> you should, I... So Allison, uh, no, it's not. So Abby, I, oh, she, Abby just joined. Abby, right now we're having a conversation about why you think it's important to celebrate Black history. Um, should it still matter? Um, what what does studying Black history do for individuals? Um, when we say Black history, what do we mean by that? Do we mean American history? Do we mean um, ancient African history? Uh, do we include Caribbean? South American history within that conversation. Uh, we talked a little bit about what blackness actually might mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is tremendously important trying to figure out. And um, all in all, and I don't mean this as a concluding statement. I'm just thinking about, you know, the w- so I'm thinking about why not? Like, what is what is the counter argument? Mm. I think the counter argument is that Mm. celebrating black history causes divisiveness in American society. Mm -hmm. And it makes it seem as if black people have a separate history than American history. I think that's the argument, you know, it's, um, let's take a second. Bro, that's, that's, that's actually real. Like that question you just asked right there. I think that's, I think that's the crux of the whole position. Why not? Yeah, what is, let's the, talk about what is it. the problem behind learning about black history? Yeah, what's the problem? What's the cause? Because I think the cause that I personally I think the greatest cause is uh and once again it's my position, not everyone wants to agree with me, but I think that the more you know about your history, I think you just mentioned this though. The more you know about your history, the more you know about yourself, that you walk differently, you talk differently, you act differently, and so to in order for you to try to shut up the the to to try to be great in this world to try to be to live a a, a strong legacy to try to build generational wealth to try to build generational peace and 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 to and growth in that mindset just shut off the history hmm. don't teach about the history mm-hmm. only see yourself in a traumatic event in a traumatic sense and only see yourself in that light i though i think that the reason they do not want to is because they're afraid of the Fred Hampshire's. They're afraid of the Malcolm X's. They're afraid of the Martin Luther King's that are not just taught. Because as much as people want to say they, they love Martin Luther King, bro, they assassinated him. It, it mm. wasn't like he just died out of out of thin air. They assassinated him. Yeah. yeah. They don't want us to, they don't want the ultimate en- enlightenment and, and, and growth in the black community. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, we have a, a comment right here. It says a, sip, a separate history from different perspectives, different lives, experience. Mm. So in uh, just the way I'm understanding that comment, and correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, I guess it's separate in the sense that the perspective that Black history is told from is a, 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 a non-white perspective in the sense mm-hmm. that... Um, uh, uh, Sharice, I'm going to get to that question real quick, but I guess it's it's a different uh, black history, I guess, would be a separate history in the sense that it's told from a different perspective than uh, what that's the that's where I'm kind of drawing a blank. <laughs> black history is different perspective in the sense that it's told 
from it's it's told from a different perspective than than um what uh than uh it's told from a different perspective than uh than what uh, we're taught in schools or yeah. I don't want to say it's taught from I don't want to say it's taught from a different perspective than I guess I don't even know what what is that. So what is the different perspective that Black history is taught from? What is it different then? It's different. I don't think the capitalist society that right everything is like you know we we have to we have to see it in the I don't know I I I just feel like it's it's a threat. I just feel like it's a threat. The Mm. more you understand Black history, the more you see the threat to to your um to to your understanding of how things have been done and also to to the growth of a of a of a people i, I it's it's threatening to like you mm. said to the power to the power structure right now um if we look at white america if you look at the world around us right now it's, it's a very strong um white structure and so right. if 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 you if you understand if you know how that how it happened then you just ask yourselves, well, there's this evil that has that has been the 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 onset on the onslaught of how this even became into fruition. So right. So and, and right. I'm thinking maybe maybe black uh black history is different in the sense that it's the the it's the untold story, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like the <laughs> it's 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 the parts, it's the it's the it's the movie. From the character who wasn't the main character, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I guess it's different from that sense. So, and and people will say, well, it's not good to study that version of history because what it does is it creates a divide among the people in America. Right. I just want to mention real quick that sounds extremely similar. It sounds extremely similar to Republicans who are saying impeaching Donald Trump for a second time will cause a divide in this country rather than unity. Mm. Uh, just want to say, I see the parallels between the two, but I think people would say that um, studying black history creates a divide among people in America. Now, if that, so, and, and to me is the divide that it will start talking about a history that looks not so nice than the history that is given to us through K to 12 education. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that's the, that's the argument, right? That talking about black history will come up with a different version of history. That isn't that great. That isn't so nice. And knowing that history will cause a big divide in this country. And I guess, should it cause a divide or should it cause people to, to to call to to be unified because th- this is my opinion if if you do not love evil right if you don't love evil i'm just, I'm just trying this to... <laughs> is a no-brainer here guys <laughs> if you don't love evil you saw the evil that was done to black people right what is the issue with fully diving into um the 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 truth behind what ha- what happened uh, from 1600s and on and also shedding light to ha- to what happened before the 1600s mm. there's no there, there should be no problem with that unless it threatens your identity or it threatens your power of position once again african-american history if you go back to half hollow hills bro it was an elective 
That's facts. <laughs> most most schools, it's an elective. It's not it's not taught as a as a general school um um part of our social studies or 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 history classes. It's not part of that. It's a part of an elective. Why? Yeah. Why am I, why is my history seen as a, as a, as a as a less than period of time or or class that I don't even need to take? Right. That's crazy. Like that's crazy. It, and it's a part of American history, but you don't right. need to take it. You don't really need to know it like that. It's not that big of a deal. I think I think even more I think what I think what is the issue more so than the actual history itself is naming it something different than American history. So when you name it black history, the labeling of it makes it seem as if it's something separate from American history. Right. But when you start to learn more about what black history actually entails, hopefully you start to realize well, this is all happening in the same place. Most right. of the most of the agents involved right. are 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 agents the, the the agents that we talk about during the freeing of slaves, Abraham Lincoln, are the same agents that we talk about when we're learning about the American Civil War right. in a general U.S. history class. Right. So, even so, hopefully by learning more about Black history, you start to realize that we're actually talking about the same geographic space, the same history of the same nation. Right. So what is the dividing part? Maybe it's the labeling of it as being a black history, which does something that makes it indicate that it's different from American, American history, history that makes people think, yeah. oh, no, this is this is dividing. This is something that is going to make us less united as a country. So why don't we just call it um, the truth behind American black history? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we called it whole history, whole month, history, then it would be better received. But uh, by the way, there was that question that was that was asked. It says, why isn't freedom free? Why isn't freedom free? Why isn't freedom free? Why isn't freedom free? <laughs> Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to give the yo, I could. This is it's a loaded question. It's Bro, a loaded question. <laughs> like, to be honest, I was thinking about it. I was, like, I was just like, my goodness, man, like. How do how do Why we freedom free? I I'm ready. I, listen, this is like I said. This is this is what I like. Um, first, uh, before I, we get into that, real quick, Brandon, I see you just joined the chat. Thank you for joining. Oh, he dipped. Well, I was gonna say, Brandon, you got the illest name ever, but you oh, left. Sure, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, why isn't freedom free? Um, why isn't freedom free? I mean, to to all right. So the first thing I'm thinking of is. In, in in what sense do you, is freedom not free? Um, the second thing I'm thinking about is if freedom even is possible. The second thing, the third thing I'm thinking about is well, freedom is supposed to be free because it's a human right, uh, as as we understand rights yeah. as a concept. So I don't know which angle to take. There's a lot of different angles. Um, uh, it, it, you want to I mean, you want to give us a jab at it? I mean, it's so it's going to come from a perspective that's a little different. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think that when I think about the concept of freedom, um, that and and so this goes to my to my Christian beliefs, but I, I don't, I I can't, I can't take away freedom from from the concept of me having that freedom in Christ. Mm. And so this world, uh, as much as we, as much as we, by the way, love the love the hoodie, bro. Education, not incarceration. Uh, <laughs> 
this world, as much as we need to continue to fight for justice and fight for freedom and, and to, to have the rights that we need as, as human rights, I, I don't ever think that we're going to see a free world as we see it, because um, no matter what, it, in the certain parts of the world, there's still people who are not free. There's still there's still those who are broken. I mean, look look at North Korea, the individuals mm-hmm. who are who are locked down. If you go to China, you, there are a whole bunch of Muslims right now who who are being um, thrown into in, in concentration camps. Um, if you like, there's always parts of the world that are, go, are dealing with with trying to take away the rights and the freedom of, of individuals. And I don't think freedom will ever be truly found uh, mm. aside from the the beautiful freedom that, that we're able to find first in Christ as we're here mm. right now, but also the day of his, of his second coming when he's going to choose to destroy this whole wicked world in order to have us to have true freedom, true life eternally um, free from sins free. And because we have to remember all of this stuff all stems down from this concept of sin that has destroyed humanity. And mm. so I don't think we can't find freedom until sin is completely eradicated. And that's when we truly find freedom. But that's once again, that's my personal uh, Christian beliefs. Yeah. That's where um, that's where I, I find it from. And so that's what that's how I'm going to be able to to bring that on from that perspective. Yeah, I listen, I I I, I wish uh, uh, Darren. I wish you could say more about in what sense freedom is not free. Because uh, the, the way that I'm, I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, in the sense you would say freedom is not free because there isn't anywhere on the planet where somebody can act any way they want yeah. and not get punished for it or not receive some type of reprimanding for it. And I think that that's... Wait, did this video just freeze? Am I bugging? Am I still on live? Oh, there we go. My internet's bad. But I think that's that's what's meant by not being free, right? When you're not free, you can't act or behave in certain ways. Yeah. Um. So, so how come you can't act or behave in certain ways? Well, you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I think, I think, if. I don't think freedom can exist without equality. You want to yeah. say something? No, I, so I, I do have to jump off in a, in a second. Oh, my fault, to, my fault. No, you're good, you're good. Because I have to, I forgot I have a, a program at six o'clock. Um, but, oh, uh, fi- yeah, finish, 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 yeah, six, six uh, Mountain Standard Time. But finish your thought, because I, I want I want to hear what you're saying. Real quick, I'm so think of it like a balance scale, right? You either can have a, a whole bunch of equality where everybody is treated the same exact way. But if everyone's treated the same way, they're going to have to sacrifice on individual freedoms. Because Mm. let's say I want to have the freedom to punch everybody in the face because that's what I want to do. Yeah, I want to be free to do that. Well, I can't do that because that's going to impact people's equality. They're not all going to want to be treated that way, you know? So if you're going to have a whole bunch of equality in the society, you got to sacrifice the individual freedoms. Or if you want everybody to be 100% free to be able to act and behave however they want, I think it's going to sacrifice the equality of that society. Because mm-hmm. let's say you have somebody who wants to accumulate as much money as possible, because that's just what they want to do. Then that's going to create inequalities. Not everybody's going to be treated in the same fair way. Yeah. So I think if you want to think about why um freedom 
is it happening all the way? I think maybe thinking about it in terms of equality and freedom and how that balances out in the society is a one way to go about it. But it's not a two minute question and we no, only have one not. minute left. <laughs> That's something we could talk about for sure later. Next um, time. But yo, B, always a pleasure, man. It's always a blessing being able to talk with you, bro. Um, thank you for the discussion, it but we got, yeah, we're definitely doing this again, man. Um, <laughs> looking forward to it, bro. Nah, thank you. I appreciate you for having me on the show. Go ahead and follow Madcasters right now at Madcasters on Instagram. It will be posted on the website soon. It's my man BSL, my brother from another brother, uh, my brother from another brother. Crazy. My brother from another mother. It's been a long day. Make sure you go ahead and follow that man right there. Madcasters. Blessings, man. Absolutely. Yo, peace, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Madcasters. Please remember, do what you were called to bring into this world. Find a way to make a difference in your life and in someone else's life today, even if that's just one thing. Follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to leave a rating and review and become a Patreon supporter. Tune in next Thursday as we continue to grow and inspire because this is the launch pad for you to go mad.